Ah, welcome to Movie Magic. We would be honored if you would join us. Five, six, eight. Are you one of those single tier people? All the dogs in King's Landing howled through the night. They cry out for their true queen. I'm Batman. Name's Bond, James Bond. One of them leads to the castle at the center of the labyrinth, and the other one leads to certain death. <gasps> Go ahead. Make my day. He sounds like quite a man. A passenger has died on the train. Who gave the order to kill me? Movie Magic with Colin Gomez. Money FM 89.3. Commence primary ignition. Before I tell you about what will be reviewed in today's Movie Magic, let me tell you a little bit about who is involved in it. 49-year-old Colombian director and screenplay writer Andreas Byers, better known as Andy Byers. He graduated from New York University Tisch School of the Arts with a major in film and TV and a minor in cinema studies. After graduating, he was mentored by French director Raphael Najari, with whom he produced four short horror films. He then worked for a video production company as a producer, director, and editor for two years. He also worked as a film critic for Loft magazine between 2001 and 2004. Then he worked in the production department of the feature films Bringing Out the Dead, Zoolander, Cremaster 2, Maria Full of Grace, and The Fittest. His short film, Hoguria, or Bonfire as the English title, was selected to participate in the 2007 Cannes Director's Fortnight. Andy Byers has written and directed five short films, three music videos, and one documentary. Then came his debut feature film in 2007 titled Santanas, which means Satan in English. It is an adaptation of a novel of the same title by Mario Mendoza Zembrano, which is based on the spree killing committed by Campo Elias Delgado that took place in Bogota, Colombia in 1986. The film was Colombia's submission to the 80th Academy Awards for the Academy Award for Best Foreign Language Film. However, it was not accepted as a nominee, and thus, you and I didn't really hear about it. Andy Byers is also known for directing the television series Metatasis, which is the Spanish version of Breaking Bad. He's also known for directing the Spanish-Colombian production The Hidden Face. Now, this is a 2011 thriller. I haven't watched it yet, but just by watching the trailer, it makes me want to. Now, this is what I got from the trailer. It's about a lady who makes a video of her wanting to leave her boyfriend. When she sees him coming home, she hides in a secret room with a two-way mirror. However, she's locked in this room, which is soundproof and has a shatterproof mirror. Her boyfriend, now, you know, devastated, uh, goes to a bar for a drink and, being vulnerable, he hooks up with a lady he meets in the bar and brings her home. His girlfriend, or rather his former girlfriend, uh, is now stuck in the secret room, but she's able to see what is happening with her boyfriend and his newfound love 
from the other side of the secret room through the mirror. Now, I'm sure you want to know what happens next, and so do I. And the only way to do that is to watch the film, The Hidden Face. Andy Byers, who directed this film, got praises from the press, stating that it is a thriller that can be compared to Hitchcock's uh, Rebecca, Suspicion, and Notorious. Andy Byers also directed 12 episodes of the series Narcos. Season 1 and 2 are based on the story of Colombian narco-terrorist and drug lord Pablo Escobar. The series was set and filmed in Colombia itself. Now, with all these experiences in his tool belt, Andy Baez teamed up with Eric Newman, the American producer of Narcos, to bring us a new six-episode of an hour-each mini-series. Now, that is what I want to talk about here on Movie Magic. That's coming up next. Money FM 89.3 Movie Magic with Colin Gomez David Bowie's Let's Dance is just one of the many songs you'll hear featured in the six-part miniseries Crescilda, directed very well by Colombian filmmaker Andy Baez. From what I gather, he tends to gravitate towards stories of drug dealings. The role of Crescilda is played by Sofia Vaguera, best known for her role as Gloria in the long-running sitcom Modern Family, which ran from 2009 to 2020. Her role as Gloria established her as the highest-paid actress in America. Now, before I talk about her performance in Grishilda, let's find out more about the actual Grishilda Blanco. Grishilda Blanco Restrepo was born in Cartagena, Colombia, which is located in the north coast of Colombia. She and her mother, Ana Restrepo, moved south to Medellin when she was just three years old. Now, Medellin is the second largest city in Colombia after Bogota. It has a lot of historical buildings like in most Colombian towns and cities, but it is also populated with high-rise buildings and it's officially known to be a city of science, technology and information. Like most big cities around the world, it also has a metro train system. Prior to all this, the city exposed Crescilda Blanco to crime at a very young and vulnerable age. The city had its own socio-economic, social and political troubles. And because of that, crime was rampant with drug dealings. Now, at the tender age of 11, Crescilda allegedly kidnapped attempted to ransom and ultimately shot a child from an upscale neighborhood near her town. She became a pickpocket before she was a teenager. All this was due to her upbringing, or should I say, lack of. You see, her mother was a single mom, and her mother's boyfriend was abusive, not only to her mom, but to her as well. So to escape the sexual abuse of her mother's boyfriend, she ran away from home while she was a teenager. In order to survive on her own, without any adult support or supervision, she resorted to theft in the city until the age of 20. To better support herself, she also got into prostitution. But she had denied this. Grishilda and her first husband, Carlos Trujillo, first started a marijuana-dealing enterprise in Colombia. She first met her husband when she was only 13 years old. They had three sons together. All three were born before she was 21 years old. 
Her husband was abusive and got her to do unthinkable things, which I will not mention, but you'll be able to watch that in the mini series Crescilda. Movie Magic with Colin Gomez, Money FM 89.3. In 1964, after divorcing her husband, she illegally entered the United States with fake documents. She ended up settling in Queens, New York with her three children and second husband, Alberto Bravo, a cocaine smuggler for the Medellin cartel in Colombia. In New York, they set up a thriving drug operation but had to flee back to Colombia as the authorities found out about her operation. Now, <laughs> what I don't understand is how easy it is to slip in and out of the US. Even now, it's easy to slip in. I'll give you an example. I was going to Canada through San Francisco because there were no flights from Singapore to Canada on Singapore Airlines, and I rather take Singapore Airlines for obvious reasons. Now, after I landed in San Francisco, my connecting flight on Air Canada from San Francisco to Canada was delayed 24 hours because the excuse they gave it was drizzling. Anyway, I was allowed to go from one terminal to another in San Francisco. Uh, as I walked out without going through customs and immigration to catch the shuttle to my hotel. That's how easy it was to get into the U.S. But back to Griselda Blanco. After she left the U.S., she came back in the later half of the 1970s to start a new drug operation, but this time in Miami. She was a tyrant. All she wanted was to make millions through drug dealings because there was and still is a demand in the US and where there is a demand drug lords will take advantage with supplies it's common sense there were hundreds of homicides per year that happened around the metro miami area during the 1980s a time known as the miami drug war this was a period when cocaine was extremely lucrative and the trafficking of this drug was more than cannabis. Now, the influx of drugs led to the creation of Centex 26, the Central Tactical Unit, which is a joint operation between the Miami-Dade Police Department and the Drug Enforcement Administration, also known as the DEA Anti-Drug Operation. But even with this tactical team, gun violence and drugs are rampant in the US till today and this could be one of the reasons because there are no severe consequences when these drug lords are caught because in 1985 Crisilda Blanco was arrested in her home by DEA agents and charged with conspiring to manufacture import and distribute cocaine the case went to trial in federal court in New York City where she was found guilty and sentenced to 15 years in prison. In 1998, Griselda Blanco pleaded guilty to three counts of second-degree murder and was sentenced to 20 years in prison to run concurrently. But in 2002, being a lifelong cigarette smoker, she suffered a heart attack in prison. And so, 2 years later in 2004, because of her frailing health, She was granted compassionate release from prison in the United States and deported back to Colombia. I know you're shaking your head. In my opinion, this is too lenient 
very lenient. It's like a slap in the hand for all the drug dealings and murders she committed. I think all countries in the world should have strict drug laws like in Singapore. But that's my opinion. In 2012, Grishilda, now back and free in Colombia, was out with her pregnant daughter-in-law. They went to a butcher shop. As she exited the butcher shop, an assassin on a motorcycle shot her twice, killing her. Now, this act mimicked the assassination style that Grishilda Blanco practiced during the Miami drug war. She was 69 years old when she was killed. As an old saying goes, those who live by the sword die by the sword. In this case, by the gun. Call me old-fashioned, but I stand by my beliefs, and I have zero tolerance for drug pushers. Movie Magic with Colin Gomez, Money FM 89.3. The role of Grishilda is played by Sofia Vergara, best known for her role as Gloria in the long-running sitcom Modern Family. In Modern Family, she is known for her comedic role and as a trophy housewife. It's a 180 turnaround in her role as Grishilda. Her performance was very different from, you know, her role in Modern Family, and the way she performed was just superb. She had fit the role to the T. Being a Colombian herself, she could relate to what was happening in Colombia. Now, in real life, she did not do any drugs herself, and even when she was living in Colombia. She does not even know how to smoke, so she had to be trained to do those scenes like sniffing cocaine and um, even how to hold a cigarette. In the miniseries, she portrayed as a tough, independent woman, unlike her role in Modern Family. The makeup department did a very good job in making her look very different. They did something to her nose, teeth and hair, she wasn't the glamorous Sophia we all know in Modern Family or as a judge in America's Got Talent. Now, I enjoyed watching this miniseries and you might be tempted to binge watch. Do if you have time to spend. But like me, be patient and savor it by watching one episode a day so that you can digest it by taking that 24-hour break from the blood and brutal violence. The score is tense which complements the series. And the soundtrack is peppered with songs from the 50s through the 80s from artists like Blondie, Bowie, Boney M, Donna Summer, as well as some classic Spanish songs too. I'm Colin, and Movie Magic is made possible to you with a little help from Corey, Jessica, Raushan, and Loretta. Stay safe and say no to drugs. It is just not worth it. Don't even try. Money FM 89.3.